Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. A huge thank you to Neon, our favourite New Zealand streaming service, for making this season of Culture Vulture happen. Kia ora, everybody. Welcome to the pod. Week six, is it? Oh, shit, you've been counting. Yeah, I have been, I'm honestly. Just actually... I can't believe we've watched six weeks or five weeks, would it be, of, of Love Island. We're up to episode 40. Oh, yes, I saw that the other night and I was like, oh, God. How does that happen? Oh, I don't know. That's what 40 hours been. of our life that we've dedicated this month, basically. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yuck. And, and more, the amount of time we spend talking Writing, like, learning about what's That's a full work week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I quit my day job. Um, Just before we get into this, we've had a few people asking if we could um, let them know the episodes that we cover in this, in each podcast, because they don't want spoilers. So this, this episode of Culture Vulture covers episode 35 to 40, in case you haven't seen them. And, oh, like... I just feel like 35 to 39 are irrelevant and then it all kicks off in episode 40 and oh God. hardest piece of TV I've had to watch. Ever. Oh, God. I've had to oh watch it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Liv is literally cringing in her chair. Oh, I just, I struggled. Like, when I clicked on, you know, the neon link, I just was sort of like, I, I don't know if I can bring myself yeah. to watch this. Yeah, I really avoided Love Island. I had to catch up on quite a few episodes yesterday because I knew what was coming. Yeah. I know. And I was seeing it on social media and I was like, fuck, I actually, like, I can't. Like, I, I can't get into this again. <laughs> I know, I can't get back into that vulnerable state again. It's hard. Oh. But if you guys want, you know, a support system, a safe space to talk about all of this, we do have that in the form of our Discord server where we have a wee Love Island debrief channel. And I'll tell you what, the debriefs have been necessary because... This this whole week has just hurt. Um, in terms of when we're going to chat about it on the podcast, the second half is going to be all dedicated to just the, what's it called? The Mad Movie Challenge? Making Mad Movies? Mm, yeah. Right. So we begin the week with the Casa Amor fallout. Wow, that feels so, I mean, we say this every week, week but, but it feels like so long ago. So what, what? Where were we up to? So this whole episode is just dedicated to, like, they've all come back from Casa Amor. They've had a little bit, like, a few chats at the end of the last episode. Lily and Millie meet up. In this that, episode. Yeah. yeah. So we begin. Oh, all the way back then. Yes. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So basically it starts off with Tyler trying to explain himself to Kaz, and he has no leg to stand on. And, and he literally says that, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and he gets – have you guys noticed when Tyler argues, he gets really – like his face makes a disgusting face, a really, really defensive and like spiteful, spiteful face. And like, he like rolls his eyes a lot. Yes. I really realised. Yeah. Lots of my notes throughout the week, time and time again, was like, why does Tyler look so, so spiteful when he's arguing? Mm. 
He's very animated, isn't he? He is very, like, his expressions, I feel like he can't, you know, have any sort of poker face. He's very, like, full of expression and often that is pure just, like, Oh, fuck you sort of thing. Yeah, being defensive when he's really got no defence. So we have that first conversation of him trying to sort of explain himself to Kaz when he doesn't really have much to explain because she's seen it all. And then we have Millie who gets to meet Lily. Mm. And I thought this conversation was actually great. Like, I thought that Millie just held herself so brilliantly. She She never put it on Lily. Yeah, no, she never did. And I think that that's such a testament to her character because she just handled that situation perfectly. And considering how it was quite a savage way to do things and be confronted by this whole new idea that your couple doesn't like you as much as you thought they did and had been, you know, mingling with other people. Like imagine me to go the there. Yeah. I know. Imagine that. I don't know. That would just be really heavy. And how she cries when she gets a text message. I just was like, oh, yeah. I know. And she was sort of on the verge of tears the whole conversation. Yeah. yeah. And question for you guys, because I've seen a, a lot of people kind of umming and ahhing about whether Lily did tell the full truth or whether she lied a bit. I thought she told it pretty true to how I saw it from what I could see, which obviously isn't everything. No, I I agree. I think, like, if you were in Lily's shoes, that is exactly how the situation would have seemed. I mean, like, you know, one person's truth is never the objective truth, right? So, like, Liam will see things differently to her Mm. but and will see things slightly different. But I think it was pretty bang on. Yeah. I feel like I 100% agree. I reckon from what we were showing, the fact that Lily said it was a 60 by Liam, 40 by her. Mm. I wasn't sure if that was... Yeah, if that like was probably brought the... numbers into it because you can't really quantify that yeah. anyway. I think yeah. it was a very 50-50 situation. I think it was, I think it was quite 50-50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of people being like, she exaggerated, you know, she lied, Lily got the wrong end of the stick. Yeah, which I don't think she did, but everyone is allowed to take things how they will, Absolutely. even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so then this episode ends... With a little snippet of Toby saying, but I think my head's with Chloe. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Toby is messy. Toby is the epitome of messy. He's a child and he's messy. That just made me, again, laugh out loud by myself in my room. I was just like... You're actually, I can't, I can't handle this anymore. This no. is just so, so funny at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's kind of a comedic break from the other dramas that are happening in the show. And just like Chloe Tony. found it so comedic as well. Mm, and I just yeah, you would. love the like, way she handled it. She's like, boom, like, you always want what you can't have. Yes. Like, <laughs> um, you'd come running back. What the fuck, but also kind of wholesome, but also like, like, kind of like, I kind of love it and I know that I shouldn't. But I know. I know. I'm, I was thinking the other day, how has Toby come full circle and now I'm kind of like, I really like you again? I know. So he basically, Toby goes and talks to everyone, and in his Toby way, everyone except for Chloe, about how he's feeling, which I actually kind of liked. He, like, went to, like, most of the villa and was like, okay, so it's not Abby. 
and it's not Mary, it's Chloe. <laughs> like, to everyone, he was having the exact same chat, and, like, Millie pissed herself when yeah. you told Millie. Millie and Toby are quite cute friends, Ooh. I have I to know. say. And this is the first time we've sort of seen Toby slightly articulate with his feelings, like, or just being like, well, when I walked down from Casa Amor, like, I looked over at Chloe and she was with someone else, and that hurt, and that's how I knew. Well, he's and finally like, realised he has feelings. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's the first time he's sort of known where his head's at. It must be a shocking experience for the boy. <laughs> and he's clearly shocked and kind and of confused. Yes, he's so confused. And and he's done like he's done like a full 180. Like when so then he eventually goes and talks to Chloe. And it's like he was so articulate when he was telling the other people. Well, not so articulate. He was borderline could put a sentence together <laughs> when he was telling other Toby's the other version people. of so articulate. Yes. Yeah. But then when it came to Chloe, he was still slightly beating around the bush. And and Chloe was just sort of like, she already knew because the girls had told her, but she was like Tell me what you need to tell me. And then he'd done a, qu- a full 180 and he went, and I think it was in the beach hat, and he was like, now I think I like Chloe a lot more than she likes me. And I was like, this is the first dude I've heard on this show admit to liking a girl more than they like. Yeah. Than she likes the boy. Yeah, he seemed almost nervous when he was talking to Chloe, which was amazing because, and she's just sitting there like waiting for it, like common times. I know. Just let it all out. And <laughs> Give me the ego burst. Oh, like, why do we kind of stand now? I just think in the villa, they just seem so unproblematic. And I know that they've had their problems. Like, fuck, the whole thing used to be the Toby show. But now it kind of seems like they are very wholesome and just too cute. Like, I saw a um, fucking meme that was like, if Toby and Chloe win Love Island, they'll spend it all on candy. Like, they'll just go and spend it on sweets. Yeah. <laughs> Because I can't remember who Toby was talking to, but he was saying how much he liked Chloe and then, oh, to Jake. And then Jake was like, oh, yeah, do you just want to rip her clothes off? And he's like, no, I just want to hug her. Yes. <laughs> no, he was actually like, God, not getting rid of all the shit he's done in the past. It's ridiculous because like, he's been so, so, so like, problematic. He was that ick for so many weeks. <laughs> he is the villain. <laughs> oh, like, but they are kind of bringing a little bit of life He's like chaotic good. Yeah. You know, like. He is chaotic good. In his heart, he's a good boy. He just does not know how to portray that. Yeah. Yeah. And what about when he was making Chloe breakfast and he was practicing in the mirror? Like, how does Chloe, do you want to get get breakfast? Should we go downstairs and get breakfast? Like, practicing different ways. And then when he was trying to, like, how do I do this E? And he was drawing it in the E. Like, okay, this has become the Tommy show. <laughs> what has happened to us, honestly? Our chat just goes round in circles. If someone listened to the first episode, they'd be like, are these the same girls? Yeah, <laughs> honestly. But we need something to get us through this podcast because it, it it's gets, been a brutal week. It gets oh. deep. So we learn about this Toby and Chloe bomb and, you know, we're kind of here for it. And then we have a recoupling, which at, these po- at this point, like, the recouplings don't really mean that much to me. They sort of just happen halfway through the week and then, mm. like, we already know the couples, but we have Liberty and Jake, Kaz and Matthew, Chloe and Toby, Tyler and Clarice, Teddy and Faye, and just a wee shout-out for when Faye does her speech and then at the end she goes, my Teddy. And, like, that yeah. feels bad to say now because of what we're going to get but into. At the but time, at the time, it was Really, she was really honest in her speech. And I remember thinking, go you, like, maybe we're here. Maybe yeah. the walls are maybe down. Maybe she's she's growing. 
She's getting vulnerable. I want to know Faye's star sign. Because is she a Gemini or anything oh. like that? Oh, Wait, fucking look it Google. up, man. Faye Winter That's star such sign. a good shout, Rubes. So Gemini, what, two-faced? Is that what it is? Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm like shitting on every day. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not really up with the star signs as you may But I know. think, like, you know, no, no to be honest, Gemini's I actually can't actually tell you what great. Gemini's are, but they're split. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, Faye Winter was born on June 21st, <gasps> she, 1995. She literally isn't Gemini. Oh, my God, Ruby. What the fuck? Okay. Just, okay. Well, Put your crystal ball away, will you? over here. Well, I promise hell. I didn't pre-Google that. Um, oh, my God. Then we have Liam and Millie, which that wasn't a shock, like Liam and Millie being recoupled again. No, 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 no. She kind of didn't. She's not looking to get to know anyone else. Yes. You know, so of course she has. Yeah, she's um, in a hard situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally right after the recoupling, we're going to get into Liam and Millie and the way that he's tried to get her back and how I'm she really has no choice. Yeah. Um, we have Amy and Hugo. What? We have <laughs> Abby and That's Dale. the second time you've done that after Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> you did that last week as really? well. Yeah. God, I really, you know, I can't hide my emotions on this podcast. <laughs> You're like Tyler. Is this a revelation to you? Or is- <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I was so cool, calm, and collected on here. Bitch, I'm a ghost. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> no don't bring no, back. No. Fucking cut that shout out. out to the girl who messaged us saying, bitch, I'm a ghost. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. We got this message to shoot you to care about that was like, bitch, I'm a ghost. I just listened to your podcast. I love the episode. And I was like, do not validate me. And... <laughs> Starting to use that term. I love that. Don't know where we're at, but we have Abby and Dale and Mary and Sam. Now, just a wee word on what happened with the Abby, Dale, Mary and Sam search. Yeah. Mm. I just thought, you know, from the hot, from the get-go mm. of Love Island, this girl group has been so strong and they've been so supportive of each other. And that's been really nice because it's been quite different from previous seasons where I feel like the boys have been so strong and solid, and then the girls, there's always been quite a few hiccups. Mm. And so to see Mary, obviously she was upset, but I think she didn't need to be as upset as she was from what we're shown anyway. And for her to kind of go after or allude to Abby being a bit of a snake in her speech and really make Sam feel shit, which I like know, really oh, sad. Really hard, hard to watch. To Sam. Oh, it was just it was a rough ride, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, I just I I wasn't here for it. No, no I was I the exact same thing. And I just Abby quite obviously means no harm. She's been oh in my gosh, for so long, like, and she's what, just trying. Genuinely, what else was she meant to do? Yes, no. Like she could have picked Sam, but she you know, had an inkling that Dale still might be a little bit interested. And so. no one told her that Dale uh, yeah, was and thinking the, else. And that's, that's on Dale and Mary. Absolutely. Yeah. Be, like, up front with um, Abby. She also, can't just, like, figure that out herself. Do we think that it's just it. these sort of minor characters trying to have a main character <laughs> moment? Like, that's Maybe. what Maybe she's know. like, I don't think I I've like, got much camera crying? attention this week. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I know. I feel bad because all the cast of more people have just kind of faded to the background. Yeah. Yeah, is she the only one left? Yeah, oh, Dale. Oh, Dale and Matt. And Matt. Okay, and Mary. she's the, the only girl. Yeah, true. So, okay, we had that little hiccup with um, Abby and Mary, but then, of course, they got over it because Abby apologised. So, I just want to go back to the whole Liam and Millie situation, which mm. we've talked about a few times. Now, Liam has obviously been desperately trying to get Millie back. 
throughout the course of this week. Well, when I say desperately trying, like, it feels desperate. <laughs> oh, like, it's been pretty desperate. Been doing it kind of hats off to him in that sense, like, what what else is he meant to do? Like, if he really does want her, like, he's pretty much just, he's not humiliating himself at all, but he's like, you know, nah, you know what? Yeah, just apologize. He never fucking wants to apologize. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. True. He he said like halfway through the week, we all know that I'm sorry. It's like, no, like, actually, we? we didn't know that. And I'm sick of him just fucking gaslighting her and making her think that she's just misunderstood this whole situation. Oh, that's I actually think that's a be, really good. Be shot. more genuine instead of fucking texting her. Yeah, yes. like a little schoolboy. So that's what I was going to sort of get to. Was that like you are trapped in this villa with someone that on the outside world you could cut off and you wouldn't have to see. So he already has the upper hand because he is like proximity, out of sight, out of mind. He's in sight, in mind, and then he's like leaving her little notes and like texting her, which is. Sort of, that was so cringe just from my secondhand embarrassment kind of standpoint. Also breaking the fourth wall massively with the texting. With the texting. That was really interesting. But I feel really like what is Millie supposed to do? Because she obviously still likes him and he's just constantly like carving with one of those rock and pickaxes and he's just constantly like, like knocking her down. And But then I'm sort of like, no, on the outside world, if you win Love Island, you could have just cut this guy off because he cheated on you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, her only other option really would be to leave, which you wouldn't do because yeah, I don't why, think, why should she leave, yeah, you know? Exactly. Mm. And just a little um, fun thing that she said when she got the note and someone was like, oh, it's a little bit cute, isn't it? And she was like, it's a little bit leave it. You know, I know. I, I love like, that. I know. I was like, fuck yes, Millie. So, yeah, I think... I think Millie deserves better. I was actually going to post this question to you guys at the end of um, the podcast, but I think now might be the time. I was talking to our flatmate Flo about this, who really likes Liam and Millie, but she was like, they can't win because that's setting, setting a really bad precedent for relationships. Like, to ear them winning after he's cheated on mm. her in case or more is really bad. Ethically bad, morally but that, bad. That comes down to the public, though. I know. And then I was sort of like, who can win and it be like ethically a good thing to air on TV for relationships? But to look at it like ethically, I think is like. I know, know but like, I'm more thinking about like human nature. What's going to be actually good for humans to see? I know. No, I, I agree. Like literally, no one at this point I in know. time. I <laughs> I can't see. Who is going to be the public favourite because the public is, like, not into any of these couples. I think the public favourite could get behind whoever whoever Teddy goes for. Oh, true. That's true. It could be, like, an Amber situation where she's Mm. sort of not with anyone for a while and then whoever, it's like musical chairs, whoever she lands on. If I don't think about it too deeply, I would kind of stand if Toby and Chloe won and I know that's fucking, like... Ethically not right, it's but just, that's probably, that's where my head's at yeah. as well. Well, because this whole show right now is basically showing that if you fuck up and cheat on someone or betray their trust, you can come back as long as you just fucking grovel. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like that's what Liam, that's Liam, what Liam and Millie depicted. Liam, Tyler, Toby, mm. all of them are doing right now, right? I know. And it's just like... It is pretty fucked because there's... And then it's sad because the one good couple of Teddy and Faye having no, like... When I say good couple, I sort of mean, like, they haven't cheated on each other, really, outside of challenges. 
has been sabotaged or like their um their insecurities have been played on and for what? <laughs> anyway, we'll get there, we'll get there. Let's quickly move on to Kaz and Tyler and Matt and Clarice. Right. This situation just it feels like it's quite confusing in my head because I feel like there's just been a lot of conversations had on about nothing. Camera, yeah, about nothing. Like Tyler quite obviously still likes Kaz and Kaz quite obviously still likes Tyler. But Kaz knows her worth, so she was like, I'm not just going to go back to Tyler. But in doing that, even though she did really want to go back to Tyler, like I think she, sh- she should have just been honest from the start instead of like doing exactly what Tyler did essentially. Like she didn't cheat on Tyler the way that he cheated on her in Castle and Moore, but both of them were in the exact same situation for a while. Yeah, she strung Matt along a bit. Definitely. Like... I just don't see how she can't see that. Like, she is a very self-aware person, I feel. She's been quite cold about the Matt situation. Mm. She's been, but she's literally, like, had him there as a backup, very obviously, and then not acknowledged it to his face at all. Mm. And he can obviously see that, and then that's why he's just like, fuck off, we're done. Yeah, I kind Mm. of did respect his dumping. Like, it sort of showed he he knew his worth because he sort of just sat down and was just like, look, I can see what's happening here and this is done. And then when Kaz was sort of like, I'm really confused, that was so short, she was wearing Tyler's jacket and she's confused about why she's being dumped. It's like the metaphor for the situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, apparently in the unseen bits, which I haven't seen, I don't know if any of you do watch them. No. Well, I've seen on social media anyway that it has been cut in the, like, weekly episodes Mm. so that Kaz hasn't, hasn't shown maybe some of the bad advice that Kaz has gotten and also that Matt was actually pretty obvious in that he didn't like her. Mm, So it'll be interesting to watch the unseen bits and see if there's actually, you take a different perspective on that. Yes, because I've been seeing that too, that they were quite unsympathetic to Kaz. Mm. I don't know. Just the whole situation just seemed really out of character because... I just often think if you've been through something, you've you've got much more empathy towards how to treat someone else. You wouldn't do that because you've experienced mm. it happening, which she has twice now on the show. And I just think she literally just, well, from what it seemed like to us, she just flicked him away. Mm. Like, he I was think just there. The villa is just being in there for so long is just wearing them all down from you who can really they were see it. at the start mm-hmm. to who they sort of... Uh, now that they've been through the ringer, kind of? It shows what happens when you don't have, like, loving relationships, right? Like, mm. when you're just constantly questioning yourself. I know. There is one point where Toby gives relationship advice to Tyler. Which <laughs> so funny. I don't know if that's part of this whole situation, but it's really funny that Toby, like, got one thing right or didn't even really get it right and then decided to start dishing out advice. <laughs> Telling the whole like, guys, I've got romance down. Like, this yeah. is how you oh, do it. Oh, my God. Also, Liv, you mentioned um, when we were watching an episode together that Kaz would be a good lawyer. Yeah. I agree with that. She's a fucking oh great She's, she's a so cool, great. calm, and collected. Absolutely. And she very much, like, has her point and she's not going to stray from mm. that. And I think in this Matthew sense... It's not served her particularly well because she's just so focused on what she is thinking at that point in time mm. and she's very articulate about it. But, yeah, she'd be fucking great in court, man. Mm. Like, I'd want her defending me anytime. <laughs> so this whole Kaz, situa- Kaz and Tyler situation basically ends with Tyler 
dumping Clarice and Clarice taking off her shoes and sort of walking away, being like, I wouldn't have come back from Casa Amor. Like, I only came back for you. So you should have told me this before we came back. And I totally understand where Clarice is coming from. I think she had a bit of a shit time in the villa. But I do think that she was very inarticulate at talking about these issues. She just sat there and sort of went, hmm. Yeah, wow. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And it was just sort of like, use your words Mm. so he can understand. I mean, again, we shouldn't fucking have to teach these guys what they've done wrong over and over and over. But she didn't even really try. She was just kind of being a little bit bratty about it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Is there something to be said for being like a Catherine Moore? No, but you're still a human. I, I don't know why I've got kind of like this idea in my head like, oh, you're from Catherine Moore. You're not one of the originals. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what do you say to me? Like, you are a minor character in but all this. To be honest, that's actually not fair and I need to unteach myself that. <laughs> <laughs> unteach yourself the Catherine Moore bias. Yeah, yeah why exactly. is it? We get so attached to the originals and we just don't want to see anything else. Oh, I know. Well, you just know them. You've seen them on your TV. Yeah, and it's just you just fucking for 40 hours now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then we have obviously a public dumping. Well, I don't know if it's that obvious, but coming up, we have a public dumping. And I mean, this is kind of an obvious dumping. They need to get rid of some people. Like, oh, this too many. crowded in there. Oh my God, side note that awkward concert with Mabel. Oh, <laughs> Wait, okay, was that because they were social distancing that they were yeah, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was so just, awkward. I also didn't know who Mabel was. And when they were going, I love she looked great oh that's really funny like because <laughs> they were all on the steps sort of like they couldn't even like dance properly it just reminds me of anton crying from say, that when DJ. Craig, craig david came in and anton cried <laughs> that was such a good oh season oh my god so random uh, okay so basically the islanders have to decide to save two people out of Amy, Hugo, Clarice, Sam, Tyler, and Mary. They save Tyler and Mary, much to Hugo's dismay. He looked smug the whole time he until so he did so smug. And then there was like, because to be honest, I was kind of like, okay, I think they might be choosing Hugo. Yeah. Oh. And to be fair, he probably thought, okay, I've saved Chloe so many times. <laughs> yes. Like, surely, bitch. I know. But no. And they no. saved Tyler for cares, which I'm just sort of thinking, like, I'm really, I don't really like Tyler. No. I know a couple of episodes ago I was really, like, on the Tyler buzz. But that's when I'd known him for two days, guys. Yeah, <laughs> he turns me on. Yeah. Yeah. Now he turns me completely off. Like, I am <laughs> asleep. I'm snoozed. That shows what personality does, doesn't it? <laughs> personality just ruins Everything. <laughs> Why can't we all just have looks and no Nothing chance? else. <laughs> no one could get hurt that way. <laughs> so so Hugo's smug and then Hugo's quite obviously not smug and he goes home and... Oh, my God, so awkward. When he goes oh. home... <laughs> Sorry, how did all just sit here, like, cowering <laughs> in that shit? How did Hugo contact? become the villain? Like, oh. in the end, I really liked Amy. Yeah. I'm sorry. How did you... I liked I mean, her, too. She was... Hugo is still a sweetie. He's not a villain. Right. So, yeah, at the end, they cut to, obviously, Amy and Hugo standing there together, and then Hugo goes... Yeah, my search for love in here was obviously a bit tragic, to say the least. <laughs> and Amy's just, her face. eyes just widened. She's like, what the fuck? We're literally in a relationship. <laughs> like, well, no. It was just so not rude. It. It just was rude. Really rude. So after 
Amy and Hugo and Clarice and Sam have gone home. Sam did not get the right that Sam he had great brows. Did I anyone know. notice? Oh, and great chat. Yeah, fuck yeah. I, I do I'm wish. Sam. But yes, then we then we have the the Mad Movie Challenge, which we're gonna dive headfirst into after we first hear from our sponsor Neon. If you guys are listening to this and thinking, "Fuck, I want to watch along." You can. Neon is our favourite New Zealand-based streaming service, not just for Love Island, but for shows like Euphoria and The Handmaid's Tale too. Oh, for when you're trying to fill in those gaps before the new episode yes. of Love Island. And the best part is you can get a 14-day free trial to test it out. That's two free weeks of Love Island, and we can guarantee at that point you will be hooked. And none of this would be possible without Neon, who let us chat about Love Island as part of our job, which is best fucking thing ever. Oh, thanks, Neon. Shot, Neon. I don't know if I'm ready for this. I know, but we got to do it. we got to give the people what they want, even though it makes us uncomfortable as hell to talk about. We do. We do, we do, we do. Let's just... Let's just go. Okay, so we're, this is the Mad Movie Challenge, everyone, where Islanders, they do a quiz and then they get to pick a clip to watch. Now, first of all, the clips were named really well. Like, whoever was writing this yes, challenge was great copywriter, good. whoever that was. Side note, this challenge has replaced the tweet challenge. Now, is that confirmed? Because I only saw hearsay about this. I don't know if it's confirmed, but that's what I've heard as well. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they did the tweet challenge as well as this. So apparently they did this challenge because the tweet challenge is too bad for mental health of the Islanders, which I would actually argue that this challenge is a lot worse because you're seeing it. Mm. I think this was... One of the wildest things. Mm. I mean, it Love yeah, Island's like done. Again, but it's on the characters. It's like the, they yeah, did it. Like it makes for good TV, and characters. they're literally just playing back to them what they've already done. But oh my god, oh, it was seven. I think they were pretty no. fucking cruel in the in the choosing of the clips. I just ugh, like as soon as I think someone put in our group chat a screenshot of the Mad movies, and as soon as I saw that, I was like, "This is not. It's going to be chaos." Because you can you know in your head exactly what they're going to choose, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So another thing, just before we get into the challenge, was apparently they did this challenge and they did it now because broadcast regulator Ofcom, so like the standards authority kind of in New Zealand, received over 4,000 complaints, which is a record number, about um, the Casa Amor episodes and the fact that um, Teddy and Faye had a really unfair time like on the show oh right so they and they did that to so, remedy this well apparently yeah they they then did this challenge to show what was actually having in case or more to remedy like the misleading and unfear distress caused to teddy and faye but they didn't oh, i mean they oh, didn't what do that thinking? i know those clips i mean it didn't work but the fact that yeah like over the um broadcast regulators of combo like record number of complaints wow about casa and more and the fact that teddy and faye weren't seeing what we were seeing anyway into the challenge so the first clip was of jake saying that liberty liberty wasn't all that and he didn't want to rip her clothes off right at the start of the villa did you guys sort of know it was gonna be that clip when yeah. you saw that had the heading yeah yeah no but oh god i as knew soon as, that as was soon coming. as it opened her up i was like i know oh, and we're I gonna t- talk about jake and lib like after, because there's two clips that come up in the yeah. end, but that was the first clip. Then there's one of Faye saying that Teddy might not be funny, 
and talking to the new boy Sam and and she's kind of laughing throughout this clip and you can tell that Teddy's hurt and this oh, one really hurt to yeah, watch. Yeah, like as soon as Faye got uncomfortable there, she just started like pretending like she was fucking Queen B. Like mm. I didn't know why she was doing that. It was really yeah, as you said, uncomfortable. She lacked social awareness yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And it's probably worth saying that actually, like, the narrative before this challenge was Faye saying that she's really worried that Teddy's much better than her and basically trying to self-sabotage the relationship because of her insecurities already. Like, mm. she was already feeling like, no, like, I couldn't take him home. He's interested in all these things that are way too highbrow for me. Like, we aren't matched. He's just – then she actually says, like, he's. I'm worried he's too good for me. He's a yeah. much better person than me. You can see her go on this, like, tangent where, like, it starts off her kind of going in and finding all these things that she doesn't like about Teddy or all these things that she doesn't think will suit well, like her family and him won't get along. And then it actually comes out that actually – She's just scared that he's too good for her. It's just yeah. like, and ref- she reached that on her yeah. own. She like yeah. came around to it, and she was crying, and she's like, "Actually, like, I don't think I'm good enough for him." She's yeah. very self sabotaging. Yeah, and like, she just has this like first response, and then which she is anger, off- which is pure anger, and like very much these feelings that are just self reflections. Mm. You know, as you guys said, oh. it was all about her really yes. when she was talking shit about Teddy. Yeah. Which is just really hard to watch because you know she's going to come back around because she always does because she's learnt that she has these outbursts and then she has to remedy it it herself. Mm. And it's like two different people. It's really Mm. hard to watch. It's the Gemini in her. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing about the sun. (laughs) Astrology shit. Oh, cut that out. And no. Hate to any Gemini's at all. <laughs> it kind of seems like kind of funny. <laughs> yes, sorry, I don't even know anything about y'all. So, so the next clip is just Tyler being a snake with Clarice. Also, I noticed this in Casa Ramon, and I noticed it in the clip again. She's basically falling off the day bed as he's trying oh, to kiss. Oh my him. god, yes, I noticed that as well. I know. Mm. Um, and he basically says he's only known Kaz for four days or something. It's nothing we haven't seen before. Yeah. Then we have a clip of Liam and his three-way kiss, and like. Just a moment for how Millie actually dealt with this. Yeah. She was amazing. She essentially was like, if we've decided we've gotten over this and we're going to be in a relationship, then why should I keep bringing up the shit that I say that I'm over? Like, she doesn't have to be over it, but because she's decided that she is, Mm. she was so mature and just being like, if we're now together, what is the point of me continuously rehashing what we've already talked about? And that is incredible because I don't think many people, especially in Love Island, when feelings are so exaggerated, but even in real life, like, for someone to do that and have that kind of, like... Maturity? Yeah, rationale is, like, pretty incredible. Yeah. Hats off to her. Wonderful human. She is beautiful. Then we have Teddy Player One where he says that his sexual chemistry, is it with Clarice? Yeah. With Clarice, but doesn't act on it. I thought that was quite an unsympathetic clip to put in of Teddy mm. just because it really took one little thing quite out of context. This is yeah. where I'm shocked that they're saying that they did this challenge to, to remedy, remedy. this mm. situation because this is the worst thing you could choose. Yeah. yeah. And it showed, like, at the start of Castro Moore, I was a little bit worried about Teddy. So but was then, I, yeah. you know, And because he was kind of having these conversations and it was totally fair out of context for Faye to get 
you know, mm. a little bit upset about that because it does seem like more happened mm-hmm. than she realised. But it clearly it didn't have any context and, like, you saw the way that he just, like, separated himself as the days went on. And, like, he did sleep on the day bed the whole time and I feel like and something in Faye's head made her feel like he didn't sleep on the day bed the whole time and, like, there was this weird miscommunication there. Faye kept bringing it up. Anyway, we're going to get into that. Then we have... Castaway, which was Kaz getting on, getting it on with Matt, like back at the villa, and the boys really struggled to see the pun in the name. Castaway, they were like Kaz T away, and I'm like, oh, y'all are stupid. <laughs> then we have my favorite clip to come out of it: the Jake escape, which is where Jake was egging everyone on in Casa Amor, and I was so thankful that this came out because I thought that he was going to get away scot free. When you saw it all compiled together, it was oh. like, whoa, okay, okay, okay. I mean, like, we all knew that, but just yeah. seeing it so blatantly. To be fair, but he kind of did get off scot-free. Apart from Faye going oh. in and kind of mishandling it, everybody else I know. wasn't too Faye's. I, I hope like, that they follow up on this. Me, me too. Just to be like, Jake, you actually can't do that. Yeah, and and he got, like visibly angry and visibly defensive as well. Like when Faye was like, there's also a lot to unpack because I feel like the girls just let Faye do all their dirty work as well. They don't Mm. like stop her. She's the scapegoat a lot But also she takes it upon herself. Yeah. Like she's speaking for them whether or not they want to. But they, yeah, I feel like, anyway, there's a lot to be said about that. When Jake was like, you think it's all me? Yeah. Like you think it's all me? And she was like, Jake, it is all you. Like, the words are coming out of your mouth. And I was like, that is so fair. And I'm glad someone said it. But then it just sort of let Jake get out of it because he directed all his anger onto Faye. Absolutely. Instead of having to atone for anything that And then done. because of what we are going to go into, that made it even, like, the pressure was totally off him. I right? Know. Mm. I know. I was just really angry that, well, not angry, but I, I just thought it was really bad that Liberty was obviously very upset. And Jake did not really think about her at all no. in the aftermath of this challenge. He was just so angry and so wound up in himself and at Faye that he did not think at all about how both of those clips would have really hurt Liberty. Again, and so self-involved. In- like, yeah. And and literally, like when they first had a chat as well, he made he didn't he he talked about himself first and then he's like oh but enough about me like how are you yes. like you know like and it's like you're you've hurt this girl like yeah. like the shit that you've said yeah i i don't think they should have put that first clip in i think it was like bringing back old shit that was obviously going to really hurt mm. libby but he didn't even like he didn't reassure her no. once that she was hot he didn't mm. even say like that was right at the beginning like i was just feeling a bit like insecure about the whole situation mm. like he could have easily done that but he's just so fucking like like when she said this is the most vulnerable I've ever been and I'll ever be and he just wasn't even giving her any reassurance which Chloe actually touched on I was really happy that she did and there was some actual textbook gaslighting um, Mm. from Jake when he was like I've made you my girlfriend. Like, what do you think that means? Why do you think I would make you my girlfriend if like I wasn't here for it? Never actually looking at what Liberty was saying and then answering to that, he mm. was just purely looking just on the at defense. himself. Yeah, just, just very the weird the amount of weight that he puts on the word girlfriend. I know. I know. I've never seen that in my life, like someone be so 
Yeah, and, but, like, we have a label, so now I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right? Yeah. But also, like, what a girlfriend means to me is, like, you're pretty set in a in a relationship and then the girlfriend just maybe solidifies it or just gives it, like, a name. Mm. But, like, of it's, what like, it already is. how they went into, yeah, Casa yeah. Amor. And it's, like, if you don't have a girlfriend, you're doing bits. It's, like, clearly, fuck if you're off, not Jay. in a relationship, it doesn't mean shit. Until yeah, that word which is, is so fucked because you've had the same amount of time with this person. You've had the same emotional connection, label or not. So they're going to be the same amount hurt whether yeah. or not, mm. you know, whether you do something. It's it's a very, very strange way of looking at it. Mm. And when Liberty was like, I know I'm not a supermodel, which is why I lead with my personality. Like, one, she's, like, so gorgeous. Like, ridiculously. Ridiculously gorgeous. For her to say that, not just to Jake, but to everyone watching, and then for Jake to not even once say, you're gorgeous, Lib, like, you're blah, 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 blah. And then when she said, sometimes I feel like my own boyfriend doesn't rate me. And that's something I've been thinking this whole season, is that I don't think Jake likes Liberty. He likes that Liberty likes him. He, I don't think he likes her. He never gives you... Like, a reason, except for those fucking bracelets that he brought in from the start. Like, and you guys don't have to feel the same way. This is how my yeah, yeah, intuition totally. has always told me. Yeah. Liberty deserves so He much was, better. like, that hurts my heart that Liberty doesn't write herself and thinks that she needs to, like, justify leading her, her personality. Look, yeah. look, like, what, what the fuck is that? gorgeous. And, and, yeah, and like, Jake should have handled that so much better. And that's so sad as well because it's like seeing the personality as the backup to fall back on if you don't have this, like, outward appearance. Mm. Yeah. Which, like, to me it's just very opposite. Like, I feel like your personality is you. It's so much more. And, well, it is you. Yeah, it is you. Yeah, I, I really think that – I think that he does like Liberty – but I just think that it's so intertwined with how she makes him feel about himself that he can't separate the two. He's just so obsessed with himself that he can't actually, like, love her for her. It's all in relation to how she makes, makes him, him feel, feel about himself. Yeah, it, it totally is. And I really hope that they come back to trying to get to the crux of why he was egging on yeah. all the boys in Catherine Moore. Because in the end, the boys made their own decisions. They make yeah. their fe- bed, they fucking lie in it. Yeah. But it's like just that initial, like, I want Liberty to have a conversation with him to just be like, why? Like, mm. why were you doing yeah. that? And he'll, he'll probably say it because they all wanted advice and I was giving it to them. Mm. Anyway... Let's talk about the elephant in the room that's been in this podcast studio the whole time. And this is why our tone has been sort of quite somber, I feel, this entire podcast, because we're all just hurting. Yeah, so we have a massive, massive kickoff, Faye v. Teddy, Faye v. The Villa, really. Faye v. All the boys. And Faye's middle fingers were out to play, (laughs) which was like... Weirdly that. comedic to me, just like seeing her. So immature, like, like reminds me of a little kid who doesn't know how to talk about I the feelings. Know. So just, points just the lost finger. Monopoly, so they're going around just <laughs> oh, like fucking off everyone. So there's quite a lot to unpack, and I just want to make sure we hit it all because I'm quite stressed that we won't. Mm. I do want to start with a little bit of a chat about mental health because I really feel like. The, the mental health of these islanders is is said to be at the forefront a lot, but I don't think after this mad movie challenge that that was taken into enough consideration or even the repercussions of the mad movie challenge were taken into enough consideration. Not only for Teddy, because he is just being constantly like weathered down by Faye and her outbursts, but also 
Faye, like, she is obviously a broken woman. She obviously has, like, maybe anger management Anger management issues. issues. That's sort of what I was... But that say. doesn't need to be preyed on and then sort of played to the entire world. To, we, we didn't all need to see that. It's like airing the worst side. I mean, this is what you sign up to reality TV. To, but it just is really awful to see someone that we actually have really loved throughout this series and then just air the absolute worst side of themselves for the whole mm. world to see. Mm. And then and like, it, is this extent what you sign up for on yeah, reality like, TV. That's I the think thing. Like, there should be some form of protection from these scenarios where it's like she's obviously not thinking clearly. She's completely lost her head. Just like, like cut she some of it out. Yes, absolutely. Just, okay, maybe show the first bit and then like calm her down. Like yeah. because she's seeing red. Like she can't control yeah, herself at this no. point. It was bad and it was really, like, I don't know if she can come back from no, that. I don't think. Neither, because neither. she like as much as I am all for feeling your feelings and mm. like just and and women shouldn't have to tone back how they're feeling. Mm. In this case, she somehow needed to manage what she was feeling for the sake of the other yeah. people. Yeah. I think like you come into a reality TV show and obviously so many situations are fabricated to mm. make TV, but the one thing you have control of is the way that you react mm. to these the scenarios that, that are put out in of front of you. Mouth. You know, mm. and we saw that with the clips that were shown of Liam and of um, Jake were worse than what was shown yeah. of Teddy. Much worse. And we saw Millie and Liberty hold themselves so well. Mm. And, like, obviously that really hurt them and broke them, but none of them reacted the way that faded and obviously all people are different but i just don't know if she is maybe emotionally ready like obviously she's been hurt in the past and we know that however i don't think obviously that was an excuse for this type no, of behavior no this yeah, yeah it to was treat someone so like that unacceptable and i i just don't know if she's emotionally mature enough to be in the villa because like she clearly yeah it's really can't interesting because been seeing a lot of public sentiment about she should have been kicked off the show like if a guy had acted like that mm. they would have hands down been kicked off the show so then I did a little research and there's only been two people ever kicked off of mm. Love Island um the first was in 2016 when a contestant called Malia like shoved a girl on the first night for spilling her wine it was really interesting oh, actually. I've seen that clip before yeah it was yeah. horrific and like the difference between the girls now and yeah. how they re um, interact with each other versus the girls back then. Well, like, I think it was back when, like, their alcohol wasn't yes. as um, controlled. Yeah, like it that. was all very weird. And the second guy got kicked out was Sharif in 2019, the Molly, Molly and Tommy season. And he got kicked off for accidentally kicking Molly in a challenge and then afterwards referring to it as a C-U-N-T punch. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that season. And, like, that oh. compared to this, like, I don't know, I feel like this is much worse how Faye... Oh, see, Do I think? don't think they would have kicked... If a dude did this, I think we would have received it so bad. I mm. don't think anyone would have got kicked off for... Like, think of Olivia Atwood and, like, Chris, and they would have... Yeah. Like, the whole reason we watch is, like, you know... The entertainment but and the rows. I don't think they would have got I feel off. like if a girl was sat there, like, getting absolutely oh, abused yeah. by a guy. Because the difference with Olivia and Chris was she was giving it more yeah. than him all the time. Like, 
I do just think if someone was like the personality of Teddy that was a girl, I don't know, I feel oh, like it would have been treated completely different. It would different. have been treated totally differently. They would have pulled, they would have actively gone in there, I reckon, and interfered and not aired a lot of it yes, as well. Right? Yeah. And do you think the same, like, the same thing will happen as it did when she went off with Teddy after he came back from Castro and Moore, where she's going to eventually realise? Or do you think, like, this is it? Because I don't know. I don't I think, think she might real. I think she's going to be like, holy fuck. And I hope so, because, like, I, like when she gets that smug look on her face, when oh. she's just, like, so sure... Like, she's just all high and mighty and she, she thinks she's herself. doing the right thing. Yes. And she thinks mm. that everyone else is siding with her. And I was quite disappointed, not that the girls have to take any responsibility, but they didn't kind of pull her and be like, because Kaz was like, I completely agree. Like, she was like kind of not egging her on at all, but like definitely being like, I see where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, I feel like it was that. And then suddenly all the girls were like, holy fuck, like Millie's face. Mm. And then Chloe kind of being like, haha, Faye, you have the best comebacks. But I feel like that was her oh. almost trying to be like. I was disappointed in the girls. I was too. Just because of like the friendships that they say that they've formed. Like, I would hope that if I was doing something like that, you guys would try and calm me down. Mm. If because, I knew that this was being televised yeah. in front of the whole fucking mm. world, like I would be like, my friend, yeah. I don't want her to be perceived like this. Mm. And I just feel like, yes, it's obviously on Faye. And to be honest, like the first half of the the first half of the kickoff, I could have been like, okay, maybe they'll come back from this. And, and yeah. my feelings towards Faye are like, I know she's broken. She can come back for this. When it just kept going, I was like, my notes that I was taking completely changed. I was like, she's actually fucked it. She's being really nasty. But also, no one's stepping in to remedy this. No one's stepping in except for actually Dale. Dale, Dale tries in. to help. But Dale, Dale really gives do, a very sort of half-hearted yeah. effort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, not on him to have to like no. control yeah. the situation, but... Yeah. I think it really did show that the Islanders are scared of Faye in when she's like that. Whereas I, I think they're scared of confrontation, not yeah. scared of Faye. See, that's interesting, right? I like I I do take it as I'm trying to think of myself in that situation. I'd really like to think that I'd fucking step in, but she probably would just go off at you. Mm. When she said that everyone in the villa was pissing her off, and I was kind of like, if everyone's pissing you off, then it's you. It's a you thing. Yeah. It's a every you single thing. person Absolutely. is pissing you off. Then yeah. it's you. If it's 20 v 1, then yeah. it's probably you. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I feel bad for Teddy. He Same. didn't deserve uh, that. I actually feel bad for them both. Like, I know yeah. that I shouldn't even be sympathetic to Faye at this point. There's something about her that no, I'm just but like, like, you... I think we've seen enough of her to know that she isn't a bad person. I think what she did was really nasty and, like, to come back from this. But, like, we've seen... She has been a really good friend to a lot of the mm-hmm. villa, like the people in the villa, and she's just she's got like something that just switches she's and she just, can't turn it off. Yeah, but like she isn't. I don't know if I should be making excuses for it, but I don't think I think people are so like you know yeah. multidimensional, yeah. whatever it is, and you know <laughs> this isn't her whole personality. Yes. I also think like it's a really interesting thing because it's like if you're not emotionally ready to be on the show or like you keep saying that you don't want to be someone's girlfriend why are you on there because you know at the start when Brad was saying that he was going to leave the villa so Lucinda could have more opportunities and then Faye got really cut up because like you don't come on here to find opportunities Mm. you come here to find love but then she's kind of done a full circle and then she's come around to being like I don't want to be someone's girlfriend I don't want to be someone's girlfriend and I'm like maybe she's had that realization while being here 
that she is she's not ready, ready for love. She's not ready to be in a oh. relationship because that's totally fair. But I think the best case scenario now is that like Loki, both Faye and Teddy like go home. Like oh. I don't really feel like they should continue. I mean, it's not. I don't me. think they can continue it. in the villa while both of them are in the villa. Yeah, I just think mental health wise, like there needs to be some something done for each of them, or even like take Faye away for a day or so like I don't know maybe that's why you know at the end of this episode they're like the islanders are all going somewhere else maybe it's just sort of like diffuse the situation a little bit interesting and then like if like Teddy goes and gets with somebody else that also seems very ingenuine yes because of just how deeply invested he was in Faye yes and if he was able to just jump ship I know he has every right to jump ship but it almost just feels like that also feels weird. Like yes, if either of them go and get with someone else, I, it feels. That's yeah. why I'm like, I, I need absolutely to go home. want Teddy to get with someone else because I just think like there's no way in hell that anyone should put up with being abused like that. I just I like, know, and I hate that there's still a part of me that wants really them kind of to be together. And like, same, I do have that part, but like, if I'm thinking logically about it, I just a hun- no, hundred. I don't want him to get should. with someone else on the show. I want him to like get with someone else in, in real, real life and be actually happy. Yes, because I want the best. For him. Because the fact that he was still like, Faye, if you can't see that I give a shit about you after she'd been screaming at him and he's still like putting it down to like, I really care about you. Like, it was really amazing, really, his patience and the way that he handled it. Did you guys see the photos of Teddy with his arm around Abby that are like going going around on um, Facebook right now? And I'm like... Oh, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready. I I think it was just a friendly thing, but like, also, Abby's such a sweetheart, so like, maybe (laughs) that's a thing, but I don't know. Oh, it's just a little bit weird at this point in time. I know. Um, But anyway, do you feel like you've gotten off your chest what you need to say about Faye and TD? I just hope for the best for them. Okay. Quote of the week. Let's just wrap this shit up with hopefully some funny quotes. Oh, mine's not funny at all. Mine's oh, really God, sad. God, fine. Well, you start. Actually, well, I had the one of Hugo um, being my search for love in there. Tragic. Yeah. So <laughs> it would probably be the word for it. That was my first one, but my backup was Teddy back in the good old days when him and Faye were actually Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. When he was like, I didn't think I would ever trust another woman with my feelings ever again. And he's oh, and he's absolutely her. been burned. I know. And I just... I this is why... I'm really sorry, everyone. We should never, ever trust anyone. <laughs> this is why <laughs> you stay off. single. This is why I'm so close off. <laughs> this is why my walls are just up, up to my ears. Yeah. Robes, what was your quote? Oh, my quote is when Hugo was pulling Amy for a chat and was like, let's go have a chit-chat too. <laughs> no. And I was like, yuck, I have the ick. Like, <laughs> like he, bless him, he's too. such a sweetie. But like, like a little teacher, like yeah, pulling a student. It's not, it's not like the kind of cringe shit that really gets me with Hugo. It's like the sort of patronizing mm. way he does oh it with God. why Like when he kissed her and he was like, job done. Yeah, but then I actually saw, or mm. I read an article that that was filmed five times. So I then know, he I went s- on TikTok to debunk that. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay, okay, he okay. said it wasn't done five times. It was It was just me news. being... I was just nervous. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, my quote of the week is during the... There was also a challenge this week that is was completely irrelevant, but during the challenge, um, Liam goes... I think I did a great job protecting Millie. I did such a great job that the lads felt the need to cheat. And then Millie goes, maybe they took a leaf out of your book. Ah! 
so good. Oh my god, so good. good. We're gonna put that one in here because it's such a good quote. I think I did a great job attacking Millie. I did such a great job, then the lads, you know, felt the need to cheat. Um, Maybe they took a leaf out of your book. Oh my god, like I just think Millie, like, she's already making a joke out of it. Why is she such a boss? Oh, such a my fucking My god, I know, yeah. She's too good for Liam. She's like oh, that absolutely needs to be, I don't know, with a prince or something. Like she's just so great. Oh, she's a queen. And let's just round this shit off with I know, ethically no one can win, but <laughs> who who do you guys want to win? Where is your I Chloe and Toby for the win? Toby. I actually had written down literally no one at this point. <laughs> literally but. no one. Maybe whoever Teddy's with or yes. Chloe and Toby. Yeah. Oh. God. That's actually yeah. wild. And I I actually don't know how they're gonna move forward. Neither. No, like, I am I just so intrigued for um for the next, for the next app because And how Love Island will react now that like obviously public sentiment to like phase blowout is like you know I know. Is well, out would there. they do another they... challenge to try to remedy this and then make it worse? It's just gonna be a cycle until oh everyone's just fatigued. I do not wanna be in their shoes. No, neither Absolutely do I. Not. If you have thoughts about this episode, everyone, which look, I'm sure there are many because it's been it's been a big sort of tragic week. Emotionally Emotion. draining week. I know. Please come to the Discord server and chat about it. It's in, um, for everyone that keeps messaging me, it's in the link in our bio on shit you should care about. You just click the link and then you click Discord and then you sign up. It's amazing. Um, other than that, thank you ladies for <laughs> um, joining me on the pod as, as usual. Always. Joining me as loved it, loved it, loved it. I have some- and thank you Neon um, well, for letting us do this podcast. They have, you know, all the unseen bits on there and After Sun if you ever want to watch it. Oh my God, you know, yeah. When you just are filling in those gaps in If between. this podcast isn't enough, go and watch After Sun on Neon. It's actually Absolutely. really good. Yeah. Also, thank you to our producer Tina Tiller, the producer with the mostest. <laughs> Always <laughs> fucking incredible. Gets up far too early for this pod. Far too early, but we love her. If she was on Love more. Island, I'd couple up with her. Always. Love you all, listeners. See you next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.